Hey there, all there either. It's your favorite babes of retail. I'm Janelle. And I'm Kim. And we're back after a brief hiatus because our scheduling did not work out last week. And we're going to go right into it this week um, with Daredevil, Season 1, Episode 5. Um, which Kim has actually watched a few episodes since then. I have. I've cheated a little bit, but also it's a really good show, and it's hard not to binge it. But this one was uh, called The World on Fire. World on Fire. and Because, like, that's how Matt sees the world. Yeah, and you know what I thought was interesting about that is I talked about how I like how the show wasn't hokey. Where it showed, like, how he saw things as, like, sonar, kind of. And I don't think it was hokey how they showed it this way, but I thought it was interesting because when he's, when it shows, like, from his perspective, you can start to make out the facial features in Claire's face. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, because I remember I made a joke, or I was going to. I don't know if I ended up making it or not. But <laughs> in, like, the second, maybe it was the first episode, when he takes Karen back to his apartment and she changes right in front of him. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so whatever. He's blind. And that's probably what she was thinking too. And then Claire is in his apartment and he's fixing her up and she has like the shirt on her, but he's a, or she has a, one of his shirts on. Yeah. And, uh, he said that one of her cuts opened in her back. So instead of just completely like unbuttoning it and taking it off just to rebutton it and put it back on, she like, still keeps herself covered yeah and i was like well why was the point he's blind and now like after seeing that i was like oh my god this sneaky sneaky dude <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like in those um weird teen movies like uh like kick ass when like he pretends to be gay and then he ends up seeing her like undress and stuff it's like that kind of sneaky way <laughs> like the girl doesn't think that she's doing anything that's like unusual yeah but then it turn- comes to find out like <laughs> It just doesn't work out. <laughs> I did not make this joke because we have been waiting a week or two to post this episode. Yeah. And I didn't make this joke because that happened in this episode. Okay, okay. And so that's when they bond and they <laughs> share an incident moment with a... Oh my God, it was so funny. Okay, this is, is this when uh, like Claire kind of says that she likes him? Because I remember you... She said like, she was waiting to do it. That. So, so he kisses her, and she was like, I was waiting for you to do that. I was freaking out. But it was so funny. <laughs> Dallas pointed this out to me. He was watching the episode, and he was, like, texting me as he was watching it. And he's like, dude, the chick just got beat up, strangled, beat to death, like, almost to death by a bat. And, shit. and the first thing you do when you kiss her is put your hand around her neck. And I oh was like, god. oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you notice that? <laughs> but he made Damn it, Matt. <laughs> I have a little awareness. (laughs) But, yeah. um, So they share a fantastic kiss. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Um, And then your ship grew even stronger. (laughs) I love them so much together. It makes me really sad that it doesn't work out. I know. But I want to see why it doesn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, You know, enough to see that. And I hope I can justify it. it still doesn't, like, make any sense that her and Luke are the ones who end up together. Do you think they put them together because they're both people of color? I hope they did not. That would Because let me tell you that, like, one of the most interesting things about Jessica Jones was seeing the sharp contrast of Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Because he is so dark, and she is the palest thing on the planet. (laughs) 
Yeah. And the I, two of them with each other, I'm like, damn, you're like a little Oreo cookie. Aw. Well, see, I hope, I kind of, well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, um, because season two of Luke Cage comes out. Yes. In, this month. Like, days. This four week. days? This week? Friday? The 22nd. <gasps> Friday. I, wait, no, today's the 18th. So. Yeah, Friday. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it comes out Friday. Um, I obviously won't watch it, but I am going to need you to make me a list of the order that I need to watch the shows in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I know that. you can't watch them, like, I can't watch seasons back to back. Yeah. But I would like to continue. Yeah. So, um, I got you. Anyway, a little off task. Um, so, what we saw last episode was... Okay, so in this episode... Fisk kills... Yeah. Anatoly. Yeah, at the end of last and episode. In this episode, he blames it on, or he plants a mask on his body so that Vladimir thinks that it was Matt, or yeah. the masked man, yeah. the man in the mask. Um, so, which I didn't know, I didn't watch this episode again because I'm the worst, um, but... I only watched it again. Did you have subtitles on? Yeah. Does it still call him yes. the masked man? <laughs> so I watched this episode because my I got my mom into it, so I've been able to kind of re-watch them and pick up on stuff that I didn't quite see and I I did see that yeah she's like what the hell (laughs) um but yeah so then he's hoping to like do two birds with one stone you know like Mm -hmm. he'll be able to take care of Vladimir and like the well the issue with the Russians and then also take care of the masked man yeah um but that leads to a whole bunch of other stuff at the end of the episode so So then we have a whole other side story of um, Foggy and Karen, and they get um, some tenants that actually connect to Fisk again in that, like, indirectly. Being ev- yeah. yeah. They're and, being evicted. But it's by Tully, Senor Tully. Okay. Um, and so this woman, Miss Cardenas, comes to Matt and Foggy and Karen and is so upset because the, the work in her apartment was being done and they just, like, did a half-ass job of it and, like, left holes in the walls and stuff. And they didn't leave them with running water or something. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get it fixed because they don't want to be evicted because they're trying to tear it down to be, make it condominiums. Yeah. So, Matt... Oh, this was interesting. Okay, so... Uh, Karen is translating for the woman because she speaks Spanish. And, you know, whatever. And then the woman says a word that Karen doesn't know. And Matt's like, she said sledgehammers. And Karen's like, do you want to continue? And so Matt learned Spanish in college. And Matt was like, no, continue. I like hearing your voice. And Karen made this face. And Foggy was like, great. Like, just there you go, being your normal charming self again. So that that was your moment where you thought, like, Karen was interested in Matt? That's where I first saw it. Because, like, yeah, she makes this face of, like, Ooh, like that makes she me kind of mad, because, like, he can't have, I mean, I already know that he's decided that he's not going to end up with Claire, but, like, he can't kiss Claire and then go and flirt with Karen. Like, <laughs> let have, let Foggy have someone. Someone. Please. <laughs> like, but you know what, like, because of Foggy and who he is, you know he's not going to give up on Karen until she says, give up. Yeah. So... I'm mad, but also, like, I think Foggy's dealt with it for long enough where he understands that. Yeah. I think also that's just kind of how You had to get a is. separate phone for the girls. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, so. But then we also meet Marcy. Yeah, so they pick up Miss Cardenas' case, and then they go to their old firm. Yes. And Foggy's ex, Marcy, works there. She's trying to become partner. 
and get introduced to her. Mm. I do not like her. Yeah. But you're not supposed to. You can tell you're not supposed to like her. I mean, okay, so, like, Marcy's one of those characters where you're intended to hate them in the beginning, and then, like... So she stick, she, does she stick around? You, she's not, like, a main character. She pops up for, like, an episode here and there. But, like, I think that the more she shows up, you realize, like, she's not a bad person. You know? She, she just, like, wasn't right for Foggy. Oh, and so, see, and also, like, she was kind of belittling yeah. when you meet her this time. I haven't seen her. So, no, no, no. But she's belittling when you see her this time, and you're like, oh, this chick's a bitch. Like, <laughs> no wonder he didn't stay with her. And then Foggy, like, puts her in her place, like, as they're leaving. And you can see that it was, like, like it, it phased her. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, so maybe she's just putting on a front, because why, why are you acting like this? Yeah, I think their relationship just didn't end on good terms. So, Probably. like, they're both kind of hurt, but she's not a bad person, and she tries to do right by him. Okay, good. Um... Okay, so, oh, I skipped over Madame Gal. Oh, yeah. They introduced, well, not introduced, but, like, they gave you more into, like, her business. Mm-hmm. So, she's, like, the drug runner, and she's got all her blind employees. Which I thought was very interesting. It's kind of smart, because I feel like when you think of a criminal, you're not going to think of someone who's disabled. Also, if you can't see where you are, if you can't see what you're doing, if you can't see the specifics in your business, mm-hmm. you can't go and rat. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. I didn't even think of that one. So, I mean. God, that's kind of fucked, though. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It, it shows, like, it brings, like, a whole new light to Madame Gao. Like, not only did she just think, like. She really lives on that, like, you know how, um, they're, they're, like, you only know what Mm -hmm. kind of business is, like, you don't know anything you don't have to know? Yeah. That's definitely hers. 100%. Like, there's the drivers who pick up the drug runners, and they take them, like, specifically to the warehouse, and that's, like, the only thing they know is that route. They don't know anything else that goes on. And then, like, the people packaging only know what they're, like, what What they're packaging, packaging. not where. Yeah. So, wow. I, 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 yeah, she's badass. Damn. Yeah, man. And it's interesting to me, because I think, I feel like She's probably, of, like, the people that um, uh, Fisk is associated with, she's probably, like, the top crime dog, and she's an old-ass lady. Yeah. Like, I love it. But my mom was like, oh, she's so mean. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she kind of has to be. Yeah. She's a woman and trying to make this work, and it's like, if you're not, if you're not like, a stone-cold bitch, you're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was interesting that Fisk, like, holds her to such a high respect. Like, he, he's, he doesn't want to disappoint Madame Gao. And he doesn't want her to be unhappy about anything with, like, Leland and uh, Vlad, Vladimir yeah. and the other guy, Wes, not Wesley. Uh, oh, the Japanese guy. Yeah, right? with um, him. He, I don't think he cares what they think. Because mm-hmm. even when they told him about, or when he mentioned about Anatoly, like, he was unapologetic about it. Oh, yeah, no. But he with Madame Gao, like, he makes a point to apologize to her and walk her to her car and, like, do extra for her and I want to know why I wonder if it's have you seen a lot about Fisk's Fisk's backstory Mm -hmm. like when he was a kid nah no okay so I think I'm only like I'm three episodes ahead but I I'm technically only two because I've only watched through seven so I'm about to watch eight okay so so I think um eventually you're gonna see like his backstory and I I feel like he has like this isn't really too much, but I feel like he has, like, a, a certain respect for women, which, like, I think a lot of characters don't, um, especially villains. Was he raised by a single mom? Yeah, like, well, not single, but, like, his oh, mom was really strong. 
I think I know what happens. I think I think this kind of got spoiled for me a little bit, but also not really. So I think I know what you're talking. But I, I think he's he's got a lot of love for his mom. So I think that like because of that, it just he's got a lot of respect. Women. Yeah, yeah, for women in general because he's really like I, I put this in my notes for the last episode. Like, uh, it's interesting because he's such a bad guy, but he's a good boyfriend. Like he treats Vanessa really well. You can you tell know? that he wants to make her happy and he wants to do the best for her. Mm-hmm. Like. And the the fact that she's understanding of his business, or like understanding of the fact, at least up to this point, where she, he, she does, he's not going to tell her anything that he doesn't want her to know. Mm-hmm. But he also respects her. Like, it just shows that she's worth respecting, and that he, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. He's a very like uh, layered character. I hate to use the mm-hmm. onions thing, but dude, every time. <laughs> but totally, he is. Um, but he's also, he's like... It's also kind of interesting that Vanessa, you know, she got some insight into who he was on date one, and she stuck around, so she's, like, gotta actually like him, you so know? I rewatched that part with... With your mom? With Dallas, because he oh, was, like, okay. he was watching it, and I rewatched it with him, and I took note as to how many people were planted in there, because I didn't notice it the first time. I was, like, I just noticed that people were, like, turning their heads or whatever, I took note as how many guys stood up, and I was like, oh my god. And then the fact that for this date, he rented out the entire restaurant. Yeah. And renting at a restaurant is not cheap. So, like, the fact that he did it for this date, like, uh, my mom's friend works for, like, a pretty high-end restaurant. Like, he's the manager there. Mm-hmm. And he said to rent out their restaurant for a night is, like, $33,000 or something like oh, that. Oh, shit. Something like that. It's, like, wicked expensive. That doesn't surprise me, though, because, like, you're preventing them from having other customers. Yeah, you're their so. only... Unless, like, you're holding, like, an event, which, which they weren't. They're the only customers there that mm-hmm. night, like... You know what else is interesting? This is kind of weird. Okay. But, like, um... Sometimes I think of things like this. Like, what else goes on in these worlds? So, let's say Fisk, as a business owner, um, like decided that he wanted to rent out this restaurant for safety purposes, right? So he's got, like, half the restaurant, and he has to fill it with bodies, so... And they have to look normal. So, like, he brings in his guards, and his guards all sit at the tables, and they have to order food. Is he paying for their food, or are they out, do they have to pay for their own meals? Right? That's a good point. <laughs> you <laughs> know what, think, though? Like, like how with, good of a job is this? <laughs> I feel like Fisk being Fisk, he would probably pay for their meals. How much fucking money does this dude have? It's ridiculous. Oh, dude, it's so crazy. And the fact that, like, it's, it, when you think about how much he does, it's really crazy that, like, the money just keeps coming in. Yeah. And then I guess he probably, I don't know, he must get money from, like, these other um, factions, right? Like, the, the Russians and the Japanese and Mongols. Like, they, they've got to all pay in something, right? Because they seem to be using, like, his locations for things. Yeah. So. But he's, like, they're using his locations, but then I wonder if he, like, says, like, you can rent out this space, but also you're going to give me a profit from your business. So yeah. you're going to give me a percentage. But with the Russians, he went to the Russians. Yeah. He went to, Wesley went to the Russians, the yeah. dog, and, like, said that they, he liked their business and he wanted to expand. So I think that's interesting that, I, I wondered, I... Yeah, like, I, I want to know the businessy side to all this villainy. Me too, yeah, because it's, it's like when you're watching, 
superhero movies and stuff, and you just see all the destruction being happening happening to the city, and then you just sit there and you're like, how much does this cost to repair? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I like before the internet or like before like people started voice like Twitter and stuff. I thought I was like the only person that cared about that, and then seeing. Went on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. When people are like, "How much does it cost to fix this city?" I was like, "I'm so glad I'm not the only one that thinks about this because, like, my favorite is when people actually like analyze it, like what got destroyed, how much yeah. like that would cost hypothetically." Yes, so it's like kind of like that. Um, interesting side bit because it's about the MCU. Uh, in Homecoming, Stark ends up taking over. Like, all the rebuilding that needs to be done after the first Avengers movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, in, in Spider-Man's movie, because that's, like, why the vulture gets triggered, because he was a construction... I do... I, yeah, yeah, that happens in the very beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, not that they really tell us how much that is, but at least you know who's taking care of it. Stark, now. Yeah. <laughs> and also, because I listened back to our podcast, I'm just going to throw this in there for me to remember later on when I listen this i need to re-watch age of ultron because <laughs> uh, i don't remember anything from that movie <laughs> so right. future can that's okay <laughs> take note what if the marvel or not marvel um disney streaming service ever comes out i'm sure it'll be on there yeah all right so yeah then i think that's pretty much it other than like the ending of the episode which i thought was surprising he finds Vladimir and right. Sergei, mm-hmm. and he's like beating the crap out of them as he does, and then the cops show up, and yeah. then it just shows Matt like standing there with his back turned to the cops and like. It's like I, if I remember right, it's like a cool cinem- cinematic shot. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah, it looks cool, but and that's our cliffhanger ending. Though you know what happens next now. Yeah, but, but I mean that's okay. We'll that's discuss the- that next time. But when I saw, like, so watching it the first time, or, like, watching it before watching the next episode, I did sit there, and I'm like, how the fuck is he going to get out of this? Because he's not just, like, okay, first of all, he's blatantly caught. Like, he is, if there were yeah, a center, it's not like he's like, to get away. He's totally stuck. He's blind. I know he knows his way around. I know he's good at that, but still. Yeah, like, well, and he's, like, in an open space, right? So yeah. So it's not like he's, he like, in just, an alley, kind of. Yeah. So it's not like there's any place to run, like, there's no place to hide, and then... He can't just teleport or web-sling. Exactly, so I'm like, know, where... Or blast what, off Iron Man. What are you supposed to do in that situation? So I was just like, instead of having the anticipation, like, oh man, my heart's racing, he's gonna get caught by the cops, I'm sitting there like, what the how? hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, logistically for a TV show, how? Yeah, so, interesting. Yeah, okay. So, we'll move on. Um, we've got a, a Reddit contemplation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want it? So, for this one, uh, it's, what's your odd eating habit? Okay, so the, instantly what I thought of, I don't do this all the time, but I do it if nobody else is around, because I know it's fucking weird. Okay. Um, with Cheez-Its, because you know how they're tiny little squares? I, like, bite them really rapidly like a hamster. Okay. I don't think that's that weird. <laughs> like, like I don't just take the whole square yeah. and shove it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe in, like, a past life you were a hamster or something. My sister used to call me uh, a chipmunk, I'm pretty sure, a squirrel, because I would just shove food in my cheeks, and then I would eat my food. <laughs> uh, I mean, you learn how to eat one way or another. <laughs> um, I guess 
I, I was writing it by Janelle. I didn't think it was that weird, but I guess when I start to break it down, I like to put Cheetos on my peanut butter and jellies or, like, Lay's on my peanut butter and jellies or, like, like classic ruffles because with that, it's, like, salty and sweet and crunchy and like, it's good. Like, it's, like, lettuce on a burger kind of crunchy. But then with the cheese or the Cheetos, I can see why it would be kind of weird because it's, like, cheesy. Yeah. But... So I feel like your ruffles thing is less weird than Cheetos. <laughs> Are you using crunchy Cheetos or puffs? Crunchy. Oh. Uh, I don't feel I like... I feel like that's still less weird than if you would use puffs. Yeah, Because if puffs you said puffs, I'd be like, that's, that's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's like my only weird eating habit, though. I, um... My dad likes to put mayonnaise on everything, so... I know you don't like mayonnaise oh. at all, but my dad puts mayonnaise on uh, spaghetti, and my brother does that now. He puts mayonnaise on spaghetti, and my dad puts mayonnaise on his peas, and I put mayonnaise on my peas. That one makes a little bit more sense to me, though. I guess it's kind of like ranch, but... Well, I mean, it is, like, the base for ranch, theory. so... Yeah. Ranch, so... Um, my dad... Okay, I guess in, like, lieu of Father's Day weekend, <laughs> my dad puts ketchup on everything. Like, eggs... No, listen. It's disgusting. He, like, makes, like, sometimes, not all the time, but on the same plate, he'll have, like, pancakes with syrup and eggs with ketchup, and he'll put, like, if, like eggs, ketchup, with a bite of pancakes and syrup, and, like, eat it all together. That's and, like, not, not only that, but bad. he'll, like, break the yolk, so you've got yolk, ketchup, egg. Oh, wait, this is not scrambled eggs with the ketchup? No. Oh, <laughs> no, I know. It's so gross. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I've i reached a point in my life where I'm just, like, used to it now. Mm-hmm. I used to give them so much shit for it. But now I'm just, like, I've tried to catch up with the eggs. And I'm like, that's not bad. I haven't tried everything. And he doesn't do it all the time. But I'm just, like, ew. I don't like eggs generally. Like, I like hard-boiled eggs. But, um, like, I, I don't really, I don't know, man, I just don't like, I don't like, like, just eggs, like, for breakfast or anything. So, like, if I'm eating scrambled eggs, I, I like, can drown it in ketchup. Okay, like, that's fair. Because um, I need the ketchup to get me through these eggs. The only way I really enjoy eating eggs is if they're, like, sunny side up or something. And then if, even in, with that, I'll usually put them on, like, a piece of toast or a bagel or mm-hmm. with something else to go with it. So I don't really like to eat eggs by themselves. Weird eating habit. It's gross. Okay. I know. I was just thinking about this. Oh, man. I'm going to sound like such a freak. Okay. <laughs> I will eat so a sunny side up egg. I'll eat around the yolk and then just eat the yolk. Like, I'll eat the white part, right? Wait, if it's sunny side up, does that mean, like, it's still liquid in the, the yolk? Yes. No, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'll eat I'll eat around the yolk. Okay. So I'll eat right. around it, and then when that's just it, then I'll just eat the yolk itself. But see, so, like, so if I got in public, I won't order so my eggs up. like that or, like, over easy because I know that that's how I eat it, and I know other people don't do that. So I'll get, like, scrambled eggs, and I'll, like, same kind of thing. I'll just kind of choke them down. Except for Gordon Ramsay's scrambled eggs. I can eat those all day. Okay. But, um, yeah, if it's just scrambled eggs, I'm just like, eh. But, yeah, that's, I guess, another weird eating habit I have. When it, I don't know. So this, I guess, just, like, came from you saying that one. When I eat muffins, like, you know, like, blueberry chocolate muffins, I eat them from the bottom up 
because I like to have the tops last because to me that's the best part. Agreed. I should do that, but I don't because I'm like, oh, I'll just eat the top first and then I'll eat the bottom. But if you tell that to Royce, both of us are wrong. He says you should eat the entire thing at the same time. Like a whole bite? I usually eat really big muffins. I can't fit my mouth in. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just like, I don't know how I'm eating this It sounds like I'm going to choke. I mean, maybe if I, like, cut it... No, I'm still going to... If I cut it into slices, I'm still going to eat, like, the bottom part and then the top. Me too. Maybe if it's, like, a mini muffin and I just put the whole (laughs) thing in my mouth. Maybe. But, like, I... Yeah. So you're... We're both wrong in that case. Well, I was wrong to begin with, so this is nothing new for me. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But I should eat muffins like that because I really do enjoy the tops. Yeah. It's like cupcakes, too. Yes, exactly. And I was actually thinking a long time ago, like, when Facebook first became a thing. Because I remember I posted a status and I keep seeing it in, like, my old, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, pops back up. Yeah. Um, where my dad and I had a whole conversation about how if you eat the tops of muffins, are you creating zombies? Or the cupcakes? We do with cupcakes. If you eat, like, the top of the cupcakes and that's their head, are they zombies now? Uh-huh. Are you a zombie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Where have we gone? <laughs> what has happened? So speaking of zombies. Oh, fuck. That was a perfect accidental segue. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Speaking of zombies. I finished iZombie uh, season four. And are they finishing? Are they wrapping up the show? They are. And it okay. makes me so sad. Because I follow. Now I follow her, but I follow the assistant guy who's Ravi. Yeah, Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. I follow Ravi on Instagram, oh, and it was, like, talking about how he's, like, so sad that they just finished shooting and, like, sad about stuff. And I was like, oh, are they finishing? They're, so they're ending the show? They are. So they got renewed for a fifth season, but it's going to be their last season. Um, and it won't air until 2019 because it they don't do the fall lineup. They do the, like, spring. winter, spring, okay. whatever the fuck you want to call it, when they come back from their mid uh, mid-season breaks. Okay. That's when iZombie comes in because they, uh, the showrunners prefer to do um, shorter seasons because they prefer, like, they think that they can tell better stories. Okay. And honestly, like, I'm not disagreeing because this last season was so good. I haven't watched since season one. I don't even think I made it. I, it's a good show. I just don't think I made it all the way through season one. But my mistake is, is I watch TV shows with my mom, mm. which is good, but we go through cycles of busy and not busy. Mm. And, like, so she'll be our schedules tend to be opposite most of the time. So it's like when we find a moment to actually watch a show together, we start it and then we like never finish it. Dude, that's me and Nick. Last night we needed something to watch just one episode of. And he was like, oh, you want to watch Queer Eye or Arrested Development or Series of Unfortunate Events? Yeah. (laughs) Or what else did we start? There's something else we're, like, partway through, too, and now I can't remember. But, yeah, we're in, like, four different shows at once right now. Yeah, like, my mom and I... Oh, Westworld. <laughs> nice. My mom and I need to finish Bob's... Or, no, uh, Parks and Rec, because we haven't seen the last season. We watched... We binged the entire rest of the series together, but we need to finish that. We were watching This Is Us together, and then she broke off and started watching it by herself, because I, like, was... It, our sketch yeah, was not out. Yeah. I Zombie, Once Upon a Time. Like, we have so many shows that we could potentially go back to that we're just, like... Let's start a new show, huh? Everything that's an issue in, like, season one of iZombie is, like, dead now. Really? The show has evolved so much, so rapidly. And it it's still good. Like, it's not like it freaks me out. Like, it, it doesn't feel like like they've moved too much. Okay. Like, it feels like it's a logical transition. Okay. Um, but the end of this season was really good. And, like, not in a cliffhanger sort of way because 
two seasons ago. I think it was the end of season two. Actually, even the end of season one was really cliffhangery. Um, but like this season was just like kind of happy. Okay. Like it was a good resolution. Oh, good. So. Did they think that this was going to be their last season? I don't know. It okay, kind of maybe... feels like it could have been. Okay. Like so there's maybe still some open-ended stuff. But like they, it's not like they closed it off and they can't continue. But like they definitely wrapped up. Well, from my understanding now, um, like Seattle's like closed off, right? So okay, so yeah, I'll have to give it a watch because I haven't watched. Like when I was watching it, the whole like like I'm pretty sure I didn't even get through season one because like the zombie outbreak part of it yeah like, it was just beginning. was minimal like yeah, it was it was just like live and it probably blaine is blaine and then blaine had his business yeah so you know yeah he was kind of dealing with that but really good would definitely recommend and like i would recommend this show to like anyone who likes zombies but also anyone who likes comedies and anybody who likes murder mysteries because somehow I feel like this show gets all three of those. Oh yeah, little niche absolutely. Groups. Especially because like, yeah, totally. And then also totally unrelated and not on the notes at all. But while I was looking up to see if iZombie is gonna have another season, um, and I found out that they like you know only got renewed for the one more, um, I found out that the supernatural spinoff they were trying to create, Wayward Sisters, did not get picked up, and instead they're going with another Vampire Diaries spinoff, which like. I didn't watch Vampire Diaries, so... I didn't either, but it got recommended to me. Yeah, Janelle's recommended it to me, too. Yeah. Uh, um, but, did, like... Have we heard any movement on Game of Thrones? No, Okay, dude. so see, that's killing me. Like, I don't want to know anything, but I, don't I would appreciate... Up. I would appreciate... Like, I, want, I just want a trailer, date. and it doesn't have to be a full trailer. Like, I don't want any characters. I just want to see, like, the Stark banner and a release date, or the Targaryen banner and a release date. I don't even want to see date. any of that. I don't even care. I just want... You could give me a black screen with a release date, and I would be happy. It could just happy. say Game of Thrones and the release month, even. Yep. Just a month. Just something, be because people were uh, speculating that it was going to be November of next year. Oh, God. And I'm just like, if it's... What, like, if, they, what if it gets pushed to 2020? If it gets I'm going to cry. I feel like this month. If it gets pushed to 2020... I'm going to be so angry. I'm going to legitimately but cry. See, but, like, but I did hear that they confirmed a spinoff. Is that what brought you here? No. Oh, okay. I, I was just thinking of release dates. But also, yes, I heard about that. Yeah, they um, ordered a pilot, but they're not going to air it until after the series Apparently, ends. it's supposed to be, like, first generation of Targaryens. Mm-hmm. So I thought yeah. that would be interesting. I thought it would be really interesting to see how all that goes down. Yeah. Because you hear so much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so they're postponing production for two weddings. Yes. Potentially. Yeah, because so it, it was... Joe Jonas yeah. and... Sansa. And then... Um, Sophie uh, Turner. John and Egret. Yeah. So... So... Kit Harrington and, and Rose? Rose Leslie. Yeah, I, I think like that's that. right. That's right. Um, so, anyway, we'll see. I was just wondering, because you're on... Because you look up release dates and stuff more. Yeah, I get, like, really curious as soon as I finish a show and I start looking up, like, where I could go next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then the other thing that happened was um, I saw Incredibles 2, and... It is phenomenal. So, I cried a lot of times during this, but it was not, like... Okay, so, during the short, because, you know, Pixar... Yeah, I heard the short was weird. Okay, it starts off weird, and my brother and I were hardcore talking shit about it for the first half. And then, like, the last little bit of it, you figure out, like, what this has all been leading up to, and then you cry. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) Get ready for that. Okay. Um... 
And then the movie itself didn't really have any parts that, like, definitely hit me, you know? Yeah. Like, um, other than the fact that this movie was happening. And uh, before they do the movie, they give you, like, this little spiel with the actors, like, Samuel L. Jackson and um, Holly... Is it Hunt or Hunter? I think it's Hunt. Okay. And um, the the guy who plays uh, Mr. Incredible, it starts with a C, Clint or something. I don't know. Anyway, so... Um, the, it, it goes through, like, the three of them talking about, like, how this movie took a really long time, and there's a lot that goes into these movies, and they appreciate us for waiting 14 years for the movie, and I thought it was really cute. I think that's cute, and I still don't see it as an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, well, we have to we have to draw the panels out, we have to write the story, we have to rewrite the story, so we have to redraw the panels. Um, but as they're explaining all this, I'm just like, it's been 14 years. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm finally here all this time. Um, but I'm, you've seen the trailers, right? No, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. So you don't know what the whole plot? All I know or is that the thing? Underminer... Oh, well, kind of. I've, here's what I've seen. The Underminers, it starts the movie. Yeah. It picks up, like, right where they left. Elastigirl them. gets picked up to be the superhero in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Mr. Incredible is taking care of the kids. Yeah, so those two points, like Mr. Incredible taking care of the kids and Alaskal being out and about and, like, being the working parent of sorts um, are both done, like, I feel very excellently. Do you feel like they released this intentionally on Father's Day weekend? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm glad that they did They did such a good job, and it's not, like... So the trailer kind of just shows, like, the funny parts of Bob being, like, the stay-at-home dad. Um, but there's a lot of, like, kind of, like, heartwarming parts of him being a dad. Because you gotta, like, because he's bonding with them. Yeah, and he's, like, he's trying to learn, like, that whole math scene goes a little bit further, and it's, like, really sweet. Kind of real-life-ish. Yeah. I can't think of the exact word I want, but essentially that. And then something else that's, like, kind of neat is that, like, the last movie, and we were leaving this movie, and my brother said there wasn't a whole lot of Dash, and then my dad pointed out... Um, that Dash had a lot in the last movie, and so it feels like the last movie was, like, hard-focused on Bob and Jack, or not Jack, uh, Flat, uh, Dash, mm-hmm. and then this movie focused, like, more on Elastigirl and Violet, so it's kind of cute. Like you I heard the that Jack Jack was a pretty prominent character, too. He, he actually got to use his powers this, in this one, Yay, so it's, like, really wait. cute. Um, and we see Edna again, so that's really good, and, of course, uh, Frozone. Yeah. But, Did um, they show his wife? No. So that really peeves me. <laughs> but it's because I have a tweet, and it's just, yeah. I, we I don't even need to get tweet, into that. But. but no, it's it's still good. Um, and they introduce more heroes, and they actually go into like there were a couple. There's only one whose name I remember from last time. It's just like a brief reference, but Gazer Beam gets brought up okay. again. And I remember him from the last one, and I actually feel like I remember him more because I played the Incredibles video game. Okay. <laughs> So you could, like, see some of the, like, classic heroes in that game. It was on PS2 so long ago. Remember when they used to make video games for, like, every movie? I was just thinking of the Meet the Robinsons game for GameCube, and I was just like, ah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I had, like, a Fantastic Four game, all kinds of random bullshit. Oh, oh, uh, Cat in the Hat, but, like, Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I had a video game for that. It was bad. (laughs) It was excellent. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so, um, and if you haven't seen Incredibles 2, I would recommend it. It is apparently now, like, the biggest opening weekend for an animated film. Mm-hmm. So, buy Frozen. 
I'm just a big, such a big fan of like Kristen Bell that it makes me sad that Frozen got like taken off. But also like, but did you care about Kristen Bell before you started listening to Dax Shepard's podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> like I like no. Yeah. Like I I liked her and everything and she was okay. in. I liked her and everything she was in. But no. But I think that just means that like you like her more as a person now. Yeah. Because, like, you, you know more about her as a person. Yeah, I definitely, like, there's been this one clip that I always go back to since before his podcast. Like, she's explaining how Dax surprised her for her birthday, and she, like, loves sloths. And th- where she, this is, like, where, this one, yeah, yeah. where I relate with her is where she said, if she's not between a three and a seven on the emotional scale, she's crying. And that's 100% me. Like, <laughs> so ever since that moment, I was like, Kristen Bell gets me. <laughs> Soul sisters. Yes. Um, um, but okay. it, anyway. So moving on. There's uh, another Reddit contemplation. It's what viewpoint do you have that most people wouldn't agree with? I don't think that Apple makes the best tech products. Oh, I don't think so either. I think that uh, I I think Apple makes the easiest tech products, but I think that people don't understand a lot. So before I had an Apple, because I am Apple everything now, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, before I had an Apple, I we did like the HTCs or the Androids and stuff, and I liked moving to Apple because I didn't have a lot of luck with my Androids. But see, the thing is, is we because of our age, mm-hmm. we were really brought up in the learning stages of technology. So back when, like, Blackberries were cool was when we were in, like, 6th and 7th grade. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't know if I ever properly gave Android a chance. And, like, because to be I've fair, seen... they were pretty garbage before because, like, my brother had an Android phone and still has Android phones. And, like, I have a Samsung. Yeah. But, like, we had, like, the lower tier Android phones. Yeah. And they were pretty garbage. And then when I got my first iPhone, I was like, oh, this is great. See, so I've never moved on from iPhone. I've just stuck with iPhone. Um... But, you know, I'm sure if I gave a Samsung a shot or something, it would take some learning to do, like, take some learning to get used to it. But I don't know if I'd hate it, because I know plenty of people who have switched from Apple to Samsung and just, like, never looked back. Yeah. So. They're great products. Um, But I feel like a lot of people, and, like, especially working here more than, like, any other part of my life, um, I've dealt with people who think that Apple is superior. Like, we straight up had a customer one time tell us that um, Samsung is a poor man's smartphone and i'm like you know they cost the same right yeah like like what the fuck it, it's kind of like the stigma between republicans and democrats that like yeah. <laughs> that has been created and it has become so prominent true. it's like well conservatives only care about their guns and banning abortion yeah and then it's like liberals only care about getting rid of guns and free not, education and free education yeah so- like, socialism yeah so it's like that's wrong but people like we've created these two categories now that you're only one or the other yeah and you're wrong if you're the other one mm-hmm. and it's like i feel like that's kind of transitioned into so technology it's just well. a world in general but yeah i don't know how deep we want to get on this podcast <laughs> but i think i agree with that um because like a lot of times people aren't willing to see like a third party for anything well it's kind of like okay so we have a, a tablet table God, I feel like this has been going on forever. I'm just trying to... Sorry. Yeah, no. I'm just like... If you think back, even like in fiction, you know, you you were... Yeah. Team Edward or Team Jacob or Team Peta or Team Gail. And you were like... You couldn't be the other. You were Star Wars or Star Trek. Exactly. You can't be both. Exactly. Um, Fuck. 
I know. people. <laughs> but see, so with our Samsung, or with our tablet table, we have Samsung's lined up, and then right next to the Samsung's, we have iPads. But right across from the Samsung's, we have the Amazon Fire tablets. And most of the time, people won't buy the Fire tablets. They're cheaper, mm-hmm. and they have the SD card slot. Like, they have opportunity, but people don't like to buy them because they want something they're familiar with. Yeah, and you know what's really frustrating or about people that? that? They're like, they're just Kindles. Yeah. People will come in and they're trying to buy a tablet for their three-year-old kid. And I've literally had customers who've told me, like, oh, yeah, my kid breaks tablets all the time. And but they buy a $400 iPad mini. I know. And I'm just like, dude, buy the, the Kindle with the freaking phone on it. Your kid's going to break it anyway. Yeah. Introducing our coworker Aaron. Who's bringing up some valid points in our discussions. <laughs> we questioned. debates. We yes. asked him what a... Uh, what viewpoint do you have that most people wouldn't agree with? And he's got like he's like spouting two. off because <laughs> <laughs> Kim couldn't think of one. But Aaron just said that he thinks American Dad is better than Family Guy. Hundred percent. I want to hear your reasoning. Roger done. No, <laughs> that's it. A thousand percent. Roger annoys me. I feel like Why? he was really entertaining for like the first season, and oh, then after that, just, just, just like, have to continue. I mean, he's, he's a good. He's such a nuisance that it's hilarious. I think I like. I think I like the show because of Stan. Because of Stan. Yeah. Okay. No, that's wrong. You mean Steve. Like the boy? Do you mean yes. the son? Or, oh, the son. The son. Oh, Steve. Okay. Uh, also, Jeff. Joe and Jeff's on the show. He's hilarious. Well, I definitely Except then like he gets Steve thin. more than... What's his face? Chris. Uh, Chris is just retarded. I love yeah. Chris. Like, <laughs> is it because he's voiced by Seth, Seth Green? I think so. That's yeah, not Seth a good reason. I, are you kidding what? me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, new unpopular opinion. Seth Green sucks. Yeah. Uh, I love Seth Green. <laughs> No, but Roger is great. Uh, when Jeff is on the show before he gets abducted by aliens, uh, he's oh, also hilarious. Funny. Yeah, he gets it, basically Roger tries to go home, and instead of Roger leaving, they take Jeff. Oh, <laughs> so it's pretty great. Um, I uh, guess, dude. I mean, plus Stan is phenomenal. Stan, I like Stan's Stan. Amazing. So you know, I maybe I, I guess like I maybe the know. characters are better. I think it's more in depth. But I also think Archer is better than Family Guy. Oh, I agree Archer's that. better than any other adult show. I love Archer. Yeah, Archer's fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I have no argument. But that's that. probably not an unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh, uh, the other one is that there are mo- other restaurants that are better than In-N-Out for burgers and fries. I don't disagree such. with that, but I don't I don't agree that. At least on okay, the West, so at least I think on the that West, Five Guys is Coast. better. She likes Five Guys better, and he likes Shake, Shake Shack. Shack. And both are really good. But neither of them compared to an In-N-Out burger for me. And I know, like, let me just say that I know In-N-Out burger's not that good. So <laughs> I was say, you can literally just go somewhere. You can go to McDonald's and get a burger and then put some okay. Thousand, thousand Island dressing on it. They put a Thousand Island dressing on a Big Mac, don't they? McDonald's is definitely not better than In-N-Out. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, you go, go anywhere that makes a fresh burger and just throw some Thousand Islands on it and you got an In-N-Out burger. It's their, se- their secret I mean, sauce. Yeah. It's very secret. Unless yeah. you like their animal style. I don't. No. <laughs> then they're, then I think I think I like In and Out Burger so much because of how their bun is. It's like perfectly toasted. Okay, that's fair. I, I guess. also don't think their I think their fries need more salt. Their fries are garbage. Yeah, their fries are actually 100%. really bad. And when you get cheese fries, they literally just slap oh, oh, yeah, on the cheese. Here's yeah, a piece of American. Put it, wow. put it in like yeah, the microwave bad. or something. That's okay, that's good. not good. But I don't Shake Shacks. But Five okay, Guys. Five Guys is too much for me. Like, their shakes are amazing. Their burgers are I've always... I've only gone there, like, once. Their burgers are always way too greasy for me. Okay, that's fair. The only hard part is all these are... They're so much more expensive, right? Yes. So, like, Shake Shack. I go to Shake Shack, and I'm like, 
I get the burger I want. Got to make it a double. I mean, because yeah. I'm a fatty. <laughs> and then also I have to get the fries. Put the cheese fries there. Uh, it just depends if I want cheese or do I want like chili or yeah. you know, what do I want? And then you got if you get a shake, then your order comes out to like sixteen bucks. Yeah. Or if you go to In and Out, you're just like, bam, ten bucks. Yeah, no. I do definitely spend more money at Five Guys. <laughs> also, I do get real. Uh, yeah, like because I, I like bacon cheeseburgers, so I get that, and then I get like all the other condiments and stuff that I want on top of it. Yeah, and then I get the fries, and sometimes I get the Cajun fries, and what? I always get a shake. Although In and Out does have good shakes, they yeah. do. Yeah, so. no, but see, like unhalted shakes. In, okay, so I'm picky when it comes to my ice cream and my slushies, and In and Out shakes melt too fast for me. Oh, I literally okay. got a shake, and okay, it's hot here, but I went from my house. Which is up the street, kind of. Yeah. To In and Out by Down by Marks. It took maybe a 10 minute drive home. My shake was like melted by the time I got there. And I was like. Plus, the In and Out drive through line is always a shit show. Please better yes. insulate your cups for shakes. <laughs> like, that's all I have to ask. That's all I ask for. Because why, putting... why can't you put it in the thermos? Why can't... No, I'm just saying like Polar Pop cup or something. I live like two minutes from a Five Guys now, so I never have this problem with my shakes. Oh, uh, the one off of Sienna Heights uh, in, well, uh, yeah. or no, Cornwall Center Eastern. Eastern. Okay. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme? Neither. Uh, Pink Box. Done. I've uh, never been there. There's one right by me, too. <laughs> okay. But Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme wins for me because their donuts... Oh, okay, so I hate that all Krispy Kreme donuts are all circles. Why? Yeah, maple bars. Yeah. They don't. They don't sell bars. Yeah, they like do. Krispy Kreme. No, they only. I bought them from Krispy Kreme. No, I've gone there and I've asked them for like a chocolate bar, and they're like, "We only all are only only serve round donuts." Why? Exactly. Why do they discriminate? Commies. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? When okay, so but their Oreo donut. Like the cookies and cream ones. So Krispy Kreme for glazed so donuts. Just go to Pink Fox and try their cookies and cream donuts. Actually, okay. yeah, their right. birthday, birthday cake, cake donut. Yes, birthday awesome. cake donut. Oof. They literally Ouch. take the Oreo, the, the Oreo filling, the Oreo birthday cake filling, yeah, and make it into a filling, mm-hmm. and then they fill the donut with it, and then they stack, they put a couple Oreo, like white, uh, like white Oreos on top, mm. and then they they decorate and everything. Yeah, you gotta try. You know what? Stop. Maybe next movie night. I'll bring pink box. Oof, oof. So we can do we can do waffles and pink box. Jesus. <laughs> That's yeah. gonna be the most diabetes night. <laughs> but I. Um, oh, okay. So then, Grievous. Oh my God, General Grievous is an excellent character, and he's super underplayed. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. And and like also, can we just talk about how Darth Maul deserved more of a chance when it came to that movie? Oh, which movie? Wait. Phantom Menace. Okay. Okay. Because say, Grievous I, wasn't in Phantom Menace. No, I know. But I'm just saying. He didn't like, even talk, right? Grievous? No, Darth Maul. No. Oh, right? He, he didn't have say, a single speaking line, right? Uh, Maybe he says, like, one line. He might say, like, yes, like, yes, master. Okay. Something. Like, when, okay. he's, when he's talking to yeah. uh, the Sith Lord. All I can hear is it's the music that's playing when they're I do that all the time. Like, completely randomly. But, like, Anthony and I were playing. I love fight scenes because they do, like, because they're, like, doing the flips and everything, and it's, like, Killed him there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Gonna say, gonna say there's so much finesse <laughs> on the subreddit. There's so many jokes about how Obi Wan does his like ridiculous jump and then chops Darth Maul in half, and then like Anakin tries to repeat that jump, but he gets chopped in half. Oh, Ooh. wow! Ouch! <laughs> Ooh, my bones! I didn't, even, my I didn't bones. even realize that. I didn't either. <laughs> um, I have the high ground. 
<laughs> it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. <sighs> that hurts. Um, I'm our own soundbite machine. Uh, what like, do you like? What do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? I'm a Pepsi person. Coke. I like Pepsi, Pepsi because it's my sweeter. Teeth squeak. Probably ah. because it's sweeter. Yeah. yeah. Actually. Like. I'm a diet person, though. Like, I like diet drinks. Like, Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi. Unpopular opinion, I think Dr. Pepper is the best. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, Dr. Pepper is the best. <gasps> diet Thank Dr. You. Pepper is by far one of the better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Diet, diet sodas. Um, it's diet, a sweet one. <laughs> and Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew, I think, is trash. I don't like Mountain Dew in general. It's just radioactive piss. I don't really like Mountain Dew. Stop it. Either, though. The only Mountain Dew I'll drink is Code Red. Okay. Code Red's bomb. All right. Livewire? No. The orange one? Bomb. Or, right. or the raspberry ones. Actually, the blue one. I think it's blue raspberry. Ew. It's not my favorite. Okay. Or the only other Mountain Dew drink that I consume is the Baja Blast Freeze from Taco Bell. Ooh, that's good. And if you go down to the cantina, they'll put a shot of... Anything in it, so you can get vodka, rum, tequila. I always get mine with vodka. Just stir that baby in, get that extra shot, and you're good to go. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what Chris did for his birthday. Yeah? Like, they went to the Taco Bell Cantina, it's and so he got good. shots in this street. But it's also really good if you're, like, walking down there, and then, like, you're, like, drinking already. And then you're like, man, let's go get some food. And then you're like, let's just get another drink. Oh, There's Taco Bell. <laughs> There's Taco Bell. Who knew? Taco Bell on the Vegas Strip. Here we go. Yeah. So good. Uh, Taco Bell with Del Taco. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Well, wait. No. What am I ordering? Whatever you want. Quesadilla? Del Taco. Tacos? Okay. Taco Bell. No. Tacos? Del Taco. Burritos? <laughs> Taco Bell. Hmm. The uh, best thing Taco Bell is... What about a hamburger? Is... Well, fuck. <laughs> Del, 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 Del Taco hamburgers are not that bad. Okay. I've never They're actually had one, but I, I wouldn't try that. Yeah. Okay, but moving on, and Aaron has uh, left the party. <laughs> um, we are going to go over our last poll that we did. Which uh, was a while ago, so... We put up this poll that kind of upset some people, because they're like, why do they put good things against other good things? But it uh, was, what cartoon had the best intro song? So we had Danny Phantom, which came in with a strong 27% of the votes. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon, which came in with 20% of the votes. Scooby-Doo, real close behind at 19% of the votes. And our winner was Phineas and Ferb. In the lead with at 33%. And <laughs> apparently there are some people on the internet who feel very passionately about Phineas and Ferb. So it was cool to see that side. And it was also really cool. Our poll got 93 votes. Which is an all-time best for us yeah. thus far. So pat on the back for everyone who voted. Thank you so much. Um, that being said, we thought that uh, we'd stick with the same theme of like a, like a broad topic that a lot of people would be able to participate in. So the new poll is which cheesy dish is the best? Get your fighting gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> so our four options were mac and cheese, fettuccine alfredo, nachos, and grilled cheese. So, we tried to pick staples in the cheese world. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll put that up on the Twitter. That poll will be live for about a week. Um, that's about it for tonight, though. So, follow us on Twitter at Babes of Retail. Uh, you can follow us on Tumblr at Babes of Retail Podcast. You can email us at Babes of Retail at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to check the website for all the episodes and any updates on when we might skip an episode. 
um, which is babesofretail.blueberry.net. And that's about it. All right, so we will see you all next week. Bye.